Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on whenever you're listening to this. Let's jump into a pretty crazy Southern Charm episode, which um, I realized that could basically be said for almost every episode um, this season, but um, a lot of revelations happened. Um, first, I love the fact that Craig planned a get-to-know-page trip without confirming Paige, Paige's schedule. And the most male thing ever, and I could hear Paige discussing this on Giggly Squad and like yeah. making fun of the fact that this is such a male thing to do. But yeah, why would you plan a trip? And granted, let's we all know how reality TV works. Like, I can't decide if this was truly like he had no idea she couldn't come or I think she didn't want to go. Or I think, there you go. Or she didn't want to go. Yeah. Cause I mean, you kind of know your filming schedule. Like they're gonna say like cast trip. Like they're gonna let you know more than a couple days notice. That's also yeah. why I'm like, does Rodrigo just not want to be on the show? I don't know what's going on with him. I okay, so based on like what I've seen, it sounds like he just isn't getting shown enough. Like this yeah. very well could have been like a reason. I think he said something. Forgot what he even said to Madison. But yeah, I would like to see him more on the show, especially having another Latino. But yeah, I, I noticed that as that as well. But all that being said, yeah, to have a cast and crew go on a cast trip can't just be done on a whim. So yeah. I you're a hundred percent right that she just didn't want to go. And then they just kind of filmed this. I mean, they bit have to have like us. film crews ready. They have to let a resort. know. they didn't just all of a sudden like, man, I got these gr- great deal on a trip. I almost felt like him talking about the great deal. I'm like, come on. This is like when Vanderpump pretended like they worked at the restaurant. No, exactly. It just like made me laugh, but I did like that. We got footage of Craig painting his nail out of this. seems like he's an Essie user. Um, I, I noticed- was a little surprised by the Essie. I don't know why I kind of, I thought he'd be more of like an OPI guy. But he's an Essie user. He's an Essie girly. <laughs> and I was like laughing with his hand. <laughs> I was, he was his like letting dry. it dry as he's like talking. I mean, he's not holding the phone, but yeah, it was, um, it was pretty hilarious. Um, I think my jaw dropped to the point where like i still have like residual TMJ pain. When we saw the text ex- exchange between Taylor and Shep, Taylor's version to Leva was so G-rated compared to what she actually sent, which asking, are you ready to go or like something? And then she was, I mean, dick wise. Like, yes. Yeah, so I what? have text in front of me. So let's just say it because we like any excuse to talk about dicks on the show. We really do. I, I don't know why. I don't know. It's just comedic. I'm asking if you're good or not. I'm good, I suppose. Ha ha ha. I'm asking dick wise. Ha, probably not. Okay, we'll say with Austin, you're lame as fuck. Which one? How immature? Like, okay, I'm going to make it seem like now I'm going to go like bang your best friend. But girl, you cannot make Shep out to be this like horrible villain who's like continuing to string you along and break your heart and do all these things when you are playing a very, very dangerous game. Like you are trying you're trying to you're trying to treat Shep the way Shep kind of treats other women. And I feel like he's like, I am not falling for this. But also, is that dick that good, girl? Like, I feel like, first of all, that dick is old, as we saw everyone talk about at the dinner when he was like, when I was in college 22 years ago, I love when Lev was like, damn, I'm 29. Oh, and no, Vanita. Vanita oh, Vanita. Was- yeah. And then Olivia was like, um, 
Yeah, when Roosevelt was president and we were entering the Second World War. But uh, first of all, that, that dick is old. And that dick is probably somewhat diseased. I would it's, not. It's seen a lot. It's seen a lot. Get yourself a vibrator, girl. If you're that horned up, get yourself a vibrator and take care of you. Let's not get Shep involved. But I I just, Taylor is truly wild and out. I, I have no words for her. I'll, other than she's young and stupid right now, and she's gonna eventually wise up. How young is she though? Let's look this up. How old is Taylor Ann Green? Because I don't think she's as young as we are giving her. She's twenty nine. Okay, at twenty nine, yes, you are still young, but you know better. If she was twenty four, twenty five, twenty five. Okay, I think twenty up until twenty five, twenty six. This is my advice. Be a slut, make mistakes, do the booty calls, be the booty call, date the wrong guy, go back to the wrong guy, pick a guy over your friend. Because up until 25, I'm not saying do that intentionally, but up until 25, you can chalk it up to being young, learning, all that. I think when you enter your late 20s, you know better. And she knows better. Well, and Jesus knows better too, honey. Amen. So you better be praying. And Jesus be watching, just like those elves on Elf on the Shelf. Taylor (laughs) needs an Elf on the Shelf. She does. (laughs) It might be a little dick on the shelf. (laughs) Well, no. You know what? I bet that dick would always be ready to go dick-wise. So that might be (laughs) what she needs. Let's let's talk about poor Madison. Okay. I pivot. <laughs> I know we go from dicks to broken pelvises. She hasn't shared that. Like she always kind of made it sound like she was a one and done. She was good with Hudson. And I thought it was more of like being a single mom and the fact that he was older, like not wanting to go back to the baby phase, like all kind of like more like top of things that you would think of, like off the top of your head that would like kind of make sense when she shared that her pelvis was fractured during childbirth. I totally understand why she's like, I am not in a rush to get this IUD out. Uh, and the fact that she's already done a mommy makeover. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it. I'm like, girl. Oh. And like, I to mean, go she- back in there. Wait, I, I keep thinking, though, like in my head, as I was watching last night, I was like, okay, when is she going to do it? Because she's been making appearances left and right. She's like, and she's riding on this better than ever. Yes. Like, she's just, I feel like her publicist is putting her to work. And I'm just kind of like, I baby feel come. like she's probably going to be one of those people that like, I bet she's going to start slowing down a little bit now that we're in the house. I bet she's hoping for like to get pregnant over the Christmas, New Year's time. And then I, but I think she only had, if she has another, I think she only has one. I don't oh, think she's going to go have like four kids. No, I a hundred percent agree. And if you're wondering how old Madison is, she is 33. I had she's my first time. I had my first at 32. So she definitely, uh, definitely has the time, but I, I see her doing it or trying to as best as she could. She loves that man. He's so wholesome, too. He is really wholesome. I think he wants a big family. I don't know if she does. And that's between them. They can have a conversation. But I can understand, I mean, also the fact that she's going to have to have a C-section because, I I mean, she doesn't want a broken pelvis and basically, like, either need a hip replacement or not be able to, like, walk. Um, But I could see her, too. Like, with C-sections, you typically, like, need to give your body, like, 18 months to wait before, you know, you get pregnant again. And you want to give yourself a little bit more time. You don't want to have a ton of C-section because of scar tissue. So I could, I think like she might, she'll have one more with the, you know. They'll have uh, their baby and then that's it. I think yeah. she'll be done. I a hundred percent. I think if there I are also, any more, I can see her using a surrogate. I was just going to say, I would not be surprised if she uses a surrogate. And I think she might be one of those people. It's like, surprise, here's my baby. And she's been doing all these appearances. Yes. Gearing up for the baby. because A hundred percent. 
Uh-huh. A la Perry. And, and no, no judgment. Each their own. If I had a fractured pelvis, I don't think I'd be in a hurry to have another child oh, on my own. I have PTSD for my own. I get it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Something that made me laugh and I was texting you about last night and I did not make the connection. But so Craig is working out, getting ready for Jamaica, like nothing like a last minute gym sesh. And his trainer was the guy in the background who looked miserable uh, in the photo of Abby and Craig. I knew he messaged us. I just didn't put connect the dots that it was. I went trainer. and stalked his profile and I was like, oh, he's the personal trainer. But yeah, so I will say that guy messaged us. We caught him in a bad moment and he just had this look on his face like he was just pissed off, probably because people are flocking to Craig. Craig talks to everyone. So he's like running late to panels and all this stuff. And so in the background of the photo of me and Craig, this guy looks mad at the world. And I zoomed in and said, this guy's clearly thrilled to be a BravoCon. And he somehow saw it. Somebody must have sent it to him. I don't think he's like casually watching our stories at BravoCon. And he responded back with, I actually was thrilled to be there or something. Um, He was very nice in the exchange, I will say. But yes, it is his... um, his personal trainer also doubles as his bodyguard. So that just like made me laugh. Just They're, That's so small. Craig though. It is so Craig. So they get to the resort, which I, okay, not to be like, I the, the budget is a bit lower for our Southern Charm friends. I was just going to say, this is not like what we're seeing when the Beverly Hills, lady, Beverly Hills ladies go on a vacation. So when Whitney was like, this is not presidential, my bougie ass was like, yeah, it doesn't look presidential. I don't know if but- they have like... I think also everybody was in the same room. Oh, yeah. Like not the same room as in like sharing a room, but they all had the same type of room. The I don't think anybody got. View. Yeah. I like when they're selling it through the same ocean view at a Barrow Star, you got to throw that in there to get that comp. But I digress. So this is where things get juicy. They have their dinner, uh, their dinner, Vanita and Olivia. I want to tell you guys their interactions throughout this dinner, which Abby already mentioned was exactly how they were at the Bravo Awards. Those yeah. two are just like giggling back and Funny. forth and yeah. just like laughing. And it just warms my heart just to know where their friendship once were. But they did not. Like when Taylor approached the table, I was like, we felt that same chill at the Bravo Awards. I mean, it's why Taylor left the watch. Part of why she watched, left. Sorry, I was going to say watch Weapons Live. She left the Bravos on that Friday night. And w- her spot was then... um consumed by a seat filler, which I thought was kind of funny that they had seat fillers for this. But um, yeah, I also love that Madison like set it up. She's like, I'm gonna sit over here. And then they're like, who's gonna sit in this seat? And I love that. I think it was Madison or maybe Vanita was like, Whitney, why don't you go ahead and sit over here? And Shep was like, I like that for you, Whitney. Like I kind of like he's the only guy that I think could have sat in that spot. And oh, not- absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I forgot an important detail. What's your thoughts about the Olivia and Austin flirting? Obviously, we know Olivia has since has a new man and doesn't go back to Austin. But what was there? Your kind of like as you were watching that? Did you did it give you the ick? No, and I think they were kind of just like falling into like familiar banter. I mean, they really we haven't really seen them be friends post breakup, and so I think they're just trying to figure out what that's like and. They're trying to be nice and friendly. I think that's just how they are. I think there is always going to be a little bit of like the banter flirtation level there. Um, I did. It didn't give me the ick with Olivia and Austin and I'm not an Austin fan. So it for me, it wasn't so much the ick. It was just like, mm, Olivia, like do better. I, but I think she's also like, problem. I'm on vacation. And if I the mood strikes, this would be an easy layup yeah. of a guy to land. In her yeah, head, yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. It seemed like. What did you think about Shep being 
such an asshole to Taylor when she was like, I love experiencing food in other countries. And he's like, countries? Do you mean country? Like he was totally knocking her and trying to be like, you haven't been places. He's a fucking asshole. And I love that JT was like, stop. And also yeah. like, watch what happens live. He was very much like he. Does Rude not- to women. Yeah. Rude to women. And I mean, not today, sir. I, I just like, I look, I am not going to really be defending Taylor much at all. I think this season, but in that moment, I thought it was a really like asshole comment to make. And then he was like, name the countries that you like have experienced other food in. And so she was like the Dominican, St. Lucia. Um, and like she was saying stuff and he was just kind of looking at her like, oh, but you haven't been to Europe. You haven't been to, like, I felt like it was very much like you haven't been to the places I've been to. Oh, it was like, you're a, you're here and I'm here. It yeah. Was very it was, Kelly Ben Simone. Yes. And I energy just. Energy there. And it was. Just like so a needed. She was just trying to make small talk and say she likes the food. Give her like, give her a break. Also, she should have just been like, I'm not as old as you. I'm not as old and as yeah. well traveled as you are. And that would have shut him up. She needs a little Madison energy and like, just shut him up. Like, in a way, I almost wish Madison was sitting on near that end of the yeah. table because I think she would have said those exact words. But I just Let's, love that the girls made fun of how old he was. I mean, I, and I mean, I, Olivia's comments about, yeah, the Second World War. It was, just, I mean, Shep is old. <laughs> like, he's older than us. And we consider ourselves to be geriatric millennials. He might be, is he Gen X? He might not even be a millennial. I mean, I, the oldest person at that table is Whitney. Well, yeah, millennial. I mean, Whitney's a baby boomer, basically. Um, <laughs> but Shep is 41, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. I so think, technically, he might be a millennial. Oh, 43. 40. No, he's Gen X. He's not he's even a, a millennial. 1980. 1980. And like, I mean, Olivia is like Gen Z. I mean, we are crossing so many generations at this dinner. Um, all right. Let's talk about Madison's conversation with Austin. I do think she was coming up from a place of like, you deserve happiness. Like, I do think she loves any chance she can knock Shep down. But I don't disagree with her. Like, he is the most self, like selfish kind of just not a lot of redeeming qualities of a person. So don't like, don't go, don't stop yourself from having feelings for Taylor. If it's because of shop, I was like really shocked that he was like, no, I don't know what's wrong with me that I couldn't make it work with Olivia. She was perfect. She should be the one that I like ended up with. That seems like a man who self-destructs a lot yeah, too and much. <laughs> can't recover from it. And I really want to believe and hope that him going to therapy is unpacking all of that on kind of like why he self-sabotages so much. But yeah, it's wild. I mean, the thing is, if that were all true, like taking what he says at face value, your actions very much say otherwise. Like if you really did feel that way, you had probably a win- you had a window before the tailor of it all got into your head where you could have made that move and probably gotten the girl back. Absolutely. Like you had so many opportunities. Um, I also think he's one of those people that it's easier for him to say like, I messed up. I loved and lost than to be like, I just fucked up. I don't know. I think he likes the rom-com in him likes the habitual chase. And yes, he loves the chase and the story and all of that. I feel like the woman that Austin eventually ends up with is going to be like a Madison type in the sense of like puts him in his place. And like 
that so type I of have this weird feeling with Austin. He like reminds me of um a really like really good family friend, like my godparents' son. Basically, was just like, I'll know when it's time for me to grow up and settle down, but I'm not gonna do it on anyone else's schedule. And he got married at 41. Um, and he married someone age appropriate. Um, they were able to have two kids, and like now he is like this like hands-on, super involved dad, but he was Mr. Bachelor, like all through like his mid thirties. And so I do think like, I don't know. I feel like Austin's like, and I don't, I like don't want to hear too much about this because <laughs> it's like a person I know very well, but like, I could see Austin being like a similar person. Like all he'll know, like when it's the right person, I do feel like if he's put in the work with therapy, he will not fuck it up and will actually end up being like a pretty decent husband and a really good, I could see him being like, I don't know why I see him as a girl dad. Oh, I could see that. I really, oh, that's so sweet. And I can see him naming after his sister. Yeah. And I just see him like, I see this little girl having him like wrapped around his finger and I see him doing tea party. Like, I don't know. I just like, there are certain people, isn't it weird how you like picture it? Like I see Craig having a combo boy and girl. Um, but like Austin, I think is a girl dad. Oh, I, I would see now that. you're going to love him because you're a girl mom. I am a girl mom. I have like, I like Austin more than I dislike him. Agreed. Moment. Like. Shep is honestly the worst for me of, Shep out of all should, the guys. Like, not procreate. I hope Shep never has children. No, but it just like also made me laugh while Austin and Madison were having this heart to heart that Olivia and Taylor are teaming up. Like it's such a I weird. Did. I like weird. how they're like, you have no room to talk. Of course you wouldn't care. And right. it's just like funny. Okay. Um, we just spent 17 and a half minutes talking about Southern Charm and we try to keep these under 30, but we're not going to cut short on Miami because it was a really um, explosive episode, but also there were moments where I felt like this is too real for reality. But let's first talk about Marcus and Larsa's podcast. I actually want to go back and listen to this. I don't think you do want to listen to it. I I think I'm, I'm intrigued by this dynamic. The dynamic. I mean, I give them props for her talking about it on camera and like fully acknowledging it. Marcus seems like a very likable human. I like really want to like him. Larsa, as we were going to get into has made, horrible decision after decision but i think kiki talk of shame tried to listen to their podcast and she said it's horrible oh man that kind of disappoints me i do feel like they have like a really interesting story to tell i mean the whole michael jordan scotty pippen of it all like i'm here for the the mess that they'll but I, i could also see her just being like all about herself and like randomly talking about like her outfits that she wore and she's very more of her voice she's not a voice for radio i think it's more that like you saw how many takes that they're that poor woman sitting there watching them (laughs) and like wanted to stab her eyeballs i will say as a podcaster though i appreciated production showing that because i think oftentimes they make it seem like oh you just sit down shoot the shit and you have a top 10 podcast and it's like that's not how it works that's not how it goes so i appreciate that okay let's dive into the moment where like i'm gonna go ahead and make a bold statement and say this is like the most raw real thing i've ever seen on reality tv and that was adriana on ketamine i have actually like i'm very intrigued by doing this as a therapy there's a lot of research out there um, about doing microdosing as a way of therapy for trauma, PTSD. Like they're looking at it for a lot of um, veterans who like really suppress stuff and like it's like buried deep inside of them and like it comes out in like rage and violence and ways they truly cannot control. Um, For Adriana, it was about just like, you know, the trauma um, of like, you know, losing a loved one and the grief and all. I just felt like 
one, I don't think Julia should have been. I just felt like it was like, we were like really seeing something way too personal, way too raw. Like she's like in the emotions. She's like hallucinating her brother there. I don't know. I was just like, this is too, this is too much. It, I appreciated her showing it, but I felt like I shouldn't have seen it. Same. I don't know that I have much more to add yeah. to that, but it was. And little- why was Julia there? I mean, I, it was sweet that she was crying and like consoling her, but I'm like, this is like. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe out of like worry for a friendship. I be- I feel like they probably both went into that not thinking it would be as that deep. Yes, that intense. So I don't know, but that was wild. wild I I wild, would wild. would you ever consider it as like a form of like I've trauma or moving past things. I don't feel like I would need to. Like I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, I don't feel like I have. The trauma that I've experienced and that I have, I've unpacked it in a way that I don't feel like I'm suppressing anything to where I yeah. benefit from it. But I applaud anyone doing it. I'm all for trying things. I'm like intrigued by it. I will say, um, sharing a little bit, I took um, a very strong gummy before getting a massage one time. Vanessa knows the story. <laughs> and I literally like had an out-of-body experience and time traveled like my whole life. I like saw it like basically like elementary school to college and my dad's past. We've talked about that. And there were moments he came in and we were time traveling together. And I was like, you guys, I just had the best massage, but also like, I just relived my life. It was like really cool. And so I'm like, I kind of want to do this on like micro dosing to see you should what that would be like. Yeah, do it and report back. And also, I will guys, not film it, but it was No, amazing, don't film it. But also at the same, uh, I also took a gun. I didn't know if you were going to share your experience. Yeah, but I took, I was tripping during my massage and basically felt like lettuce and felt all weird sorts of things. So moral of the story is, if you're going to take an edible before a massage. Go small. Go small. Go small. I think your mistake was you took a second right before they called. Yes, I know that was the biggest. Anyway, so just you know, we're we're moms who dabble. It is legal where we live. (laughs) Letting everyone know if you want to come at us, it is legal, and we have a license to do so. Um, All right, let's talk about Larsa. There is no way Larsa could undig a hole, but instead of like just saying I fucked up, I don't know why I was spilling it to everyone, I shouldn't have. She decides I'm just going to I'm going to dig myself 10 feet deeper and not only make it seem like it's no big deal that I told everyone, but I'm not going to go around and say, I don't know if it's real because I saw her drinking and you shouldn't be drinking when you have cancer. It's so fucked up, like beyond fucked up. And honestly, one of the I feel like one of the most heinous things anyone could say, like this isn't freaking Brooks. Like cancer yeah, gate, like right. OC. This is not no. This person is having a hard time. Has been diagnosed with breast cancer. She asked you not to say anything. You continue to run your mouth, and not only do you run your mouth, you now make you're implying that she's making it up. Like, girl, it's I just like I don't think I could ever talk to someone. After I that. I feel like for the viewers too, it's gonna be hard for us to ever have like a sympathetic. Um, stance when it comes to Larsa and her interactions with the women. If something happens to her, I'm not going to be like, well, you deserve to be like ran over by a car or anything like that. But I feel like with the women, if like, it's going to be hard for me to have sympathy when somebody reveals something about her, they shouldn't or question something in her life. Because be like, well, you're questioning cancer. Like that's, you can't. 
I also want to, I'm like, what happened to you in your life that you are channeling? What did Scotty do to you? No, but it's like (laughs) Erica Jane level of coldness. Yeah. Like when people are asking about the orphans and the widows, she, it's like the same level of like, where is your empathy? (laughs) You need to go to the same therapist Erica went to. Yeah. And I don't know, but what the fuck happened to you? But that was beyond fucked up. You know, the last thing I'll say about Miami when I'm very excited that we no longer have to hear Julia singing. That was, oh, I don't know why she thought that was a good idea. <laughs> it's such a weird thing. Like, I am going to sing one of like the hardest vocally, like things to do vocally. And I have zero training. I've never sang before. And I'm just going to give it a whirl in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. But, you know, she also like, she's kind of an odd bird, you know. She, she so, is. You know, like, it's on brand. But I, yeah, I, I'm okay with not having her create a single anytime soon. Um, Before we dive into Beverly Hills and talk about so many things, including tattoos, uh, let's take a little ad break. I'm here to talk to you guys about Doze. Abby mentioned this last week or earlier this week in our episode. I've been taking Doze. One, if you don't know what it is, Doze utilizes turmeric extract, which is 24 more times more bioavailable than standard turmeric. Essentially what it does is a dose for your liver. So you will be taking a shot of this contraction that includes turmeric and they have a milk thistle and ginger root with ginger juice. They also use dandelion root in its natural form, making it 10 times the potency compared to other available formats. But it actually tastes really good. I honestly, looking at the bottles, like, hmm, I don't know, but it tasted amazing. It's really easy to take. You take a shot. I do it after um, I've had breakfast in the morning, have something in my belly, but some of the benefits and why you may be interested in wanting to check out Dose for Your Liver, it's clinically shown to support healthy liver enzyme function based on double-blind study, ensures optimal liver function, improves long-term health, liver health supports healthy metabolic function and digestion and increases energy levels. I've noticed since I've been taking it, I feel like a bit more upbeat. I'm not like running to get my coffee in the morning. It is actually something really great and something I'm looking forward to um, continue taking. And some things that make it so different, unlike other wellness shots, Dose does not contain standard juices or powders. It's formulated with organic herbs. It's vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, and zero sugar. It's also clinically researched um, shown that the dosages to functionally support a healthier body every day. Each each ingredient is potent and delivers results. For example, one shot of dose for your liver is equivalent to 17 shots of turmeric juice. So again, guys, that's something that you may want to consider, especially as we all know, after the holidays, we want to do, you know, little changes to our bodies to kind of feel better after eating all the carbs. So if you want to give Dose a shot and and invest in your health, Dose is offering Real Moms of Bravo listeners 15% off your first order, plus an additional 15% off if you just subscribe for a monthly delivery. That's 30% off your first order. Go to dosedaily.co slash realmoms and use code realmoms. That's dosedaily.co slash realmoms and use code realmoms. It is uh, the most wonderful time of the year, but also the busiest and craziest. And I have never been more thankful to have Green Chef in my life than as we approach the holidays. Um, There is something going on, I feel like, at my kid's school 
every night, if not at multiple schools on any given night. So not having to worry about running to the grocery store to get something or what are we going to make for dinner has been just been really great for me. Um, I love Green Chef. I've tried other meal kits and I think my favorite thing about Green Chef is just a lot more variety um, customization. Depending on what kind of your you know food health goals are, you can choose from anything from quick and easy, protein packed, Mediterranean, keto. They've got great family friendly ones. My kids love the food. Uh, I love just too that like everything is convenient and easy. They deliver everything that you need. And, you know, it's all in there, all the ingredients. They also have, um, and that was a Teresa reference, if anybody didn't notice. I know ingredients is not a word. Um, but they have also things that can help you for, uh, you know, 30 minutes or less, grab and grow, grab and go lunches. It uh, is sustainable. All of that, um, their delivery, they offset 100% of their delivery emissions as well as 100% of the plastic in every box. I have been able to get my kids to try new things too, for including a barramundi and tilapia, which uh, was really great to be able to add that into the mix. So if you uh, would like to have Green Chef in your life and get their best deal of the year, you can get $250 off with code REALMOMS250 at greenchef.com slash realmoms250. Again, that is greenchef.com slash realmoms250. Give yourself $250 off the number one meal kit for eating well. Step into a world of nonstop action on DraftKings Casino. Play the classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots. Plus, enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. All you have to do is sign up, select the offer, and make a deposit and start playing from a full suite of games. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code REALMOMS. New customers can get a deposit match up to $500 in casino credits when you deposit $500 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code REALMOMS. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario, one per opted in new customer. Minimum $5 deposit, max match 500 in casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days. See terms at casino.drivekings.com slash player choice for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Okay. Um, I don't know what I love more. Um, the fact that, um, Sutton was so ridiculous, um, in her, uh, impression of Erica, which, you know, we talked about last week, how it like really did not, um, match up to what was happening or, um, Kyle doing her impression of Sutton's impression of Erica. Um, production gets like an A plus for this. I really enjoyed how they um, basically were cutting to like Sutton's impression. Then we saw what Erica really did, but then we saw Kyle's. It's like it got more animated and elevated every time. Uh, I also want to give Crystal a shout out. I think she's been a little bit of a sleeper this season. I do agree with Jeff Lewis, but her digs in this episode have been so good. Like, so when Dorit starts saying, well, you know, Sutton's drinking a lot. I love that 
Um, Crystal's like, okay, we're going to, this is coming from the person who like has a cocktail that all of America knows about with the three carcasses out. Cause she orders it so much. Like, and she had another dig. Um, she also was basically like Kyle just got sober. Like, yes. Let's yeah, not like, act like, let's not you, throw stones right now. Like yeah. you just recently just like decided to get sober. So it feels like a bit rich. I completely agree. I also do think that even though the Fox force five is basically down to like, two and a half because it's hard to know like where Erica is really leaning towards these days. I think there's been some strategizing and plotting going on, getting a sense that like Sutton is questioning things more about Kyle. It just seems like the whole Sutton drinking thing becoming a little bit of a storyline on the show. People talking about it more. Teddy, who is so far up Kyle's ass, it's hard to know where Teddy begins and Kyle ends talking about, you know, Sutton always has a flask and is always drinking. Like, I do feel like this is a little bit of propaganda. Let's make Sutton seem like she's an alcoholic to discredit anything she's saying. So I just want to say Fox Force 5, we see right through you. Woo! Abby, um, coming in hot. Coming Someone in. else who's seen right through something. Yeah. Can we talk about the moment that in Garcelle's yes. confessional? Because she just said, so Sutton has been noticing the jewelry changes She's talking about it with the jewelry exchanges with Kyle, like with the engagement ring, wedding band, all of that. And Garcelle says she didn't notice it, but she did notice that Dorit's jewelry didn't change after the robbery. I mean, she said it much more shadier than I just did, but I like, my, I, I like dropped. I actually screenshotted it because I thought this is the shade that I love to see. Wait, did I not screenshot it? I thought I did. Oh, here I do. She said, all I noticed about all I noticed about jewelry is after the robbery, Dorit still had hers. Which, you know, if they're going to steal stuff, you'd think you'd think they would be going for mm. the jewels. Um, uh, OK, while we're talking about Garcelle, her conversation with her son. I love that she speaks to her son's. Um, like adults, like adults, like she in the because they're at an age where I think it's an, it's appropriate to not like. You know, they're teens, so it's like you don't speak to them like they're kids. She talks to them like they're adults, and I think that's why they are so mature. Um, Like talking about the previous episode where, you know, her son had to kind of like face Erica after the whole like, you know, fuck off situation. Um, ugh, But her son talking about he Googled like what was happening with his parents. Jax is going to be on reality TV or something. He just seems very comfortable on camera. And he's just so uh, very – the way he talks about his emotions and feelings, he just has a very – he's very self-aware. Yeah. For someone so young, he seems so self-aware. Also, though, I'm kind of like, Garcelle, like, honey, are you so naive to think your kids aren't going to Google you? <laughs> like, I mean, uh, he's at yeah. an age. But I wonder if more or less she's more caught off guard that he said it on camera. Um, Could be. Could and be. that's where her kind of emotions. But all in all, like, I appreciate this side of Garcelle. I think some of the – fandom's feedback with her and her few seasons is not seeing much of her life. Like she seems to be very protected And this season. We're seeing more and more with her boys and getting more of that relationship. So I appreciate all of this vulnerability from Miss Garcelle. Um, me as well. Uh, okay. Let's just go dive into the Morgan of it all. Here we <gasps> go. There is no way they are just friends getting tattoos, the flirtation, the putting a, putting your initial, on someone else's body. I get, she's like, you have a million other things. You have a lot of dumb tattoos. What, what does a K matter? 
I, t- they are, there is a lot more going on there. I'm just, I mean, Kyle hasn't smiled bigger in their, their entire conversation. It's like, it she's was, never was, smiled more. Like it was just a very interesting thing to watch. Listen, like, I think at this point we all were saying it like Morgan and Kyle are clearly a thing when we're going to, when she's going to say that, I don't know. I I can only imagine what's going to be asked at the reunion regarding the relationship because I can see Andy saying, like, would any of the ladies raise your hand if you would <laughs> let yeah. Kyle tattoo a K on your body and kind of prove his point? But Kyle, honey, you got it bad for Miss Morgan. Very bad. Well, and like the whole like, it's like she stalked me. Like you reached out to her. This It's not like this friendship started from like. You guys ran into each other in an organic way, became really good friends. As time went on, feelings developed. Like, I feel like Kyle, there was something about Morgan that Kyle wanted to get to know. And I think it was on more than a friend level. That's just, that's just my thought. Um, So Kyle decides if I can't drink and I'm annoying everyone because I'm sober, I'm going to have a dinner where um, everyone gets high, basically. Um, Denise Richards was more than just high. <laughs> Denise Richards. She was like, wow. Now, Erica. Like, there were just like so, like the winks and the, I was like, I don't even, like, did she take a painkiller and like chase it with vodka? Like, it was like, this is not just like, I've had too many drinks mixed with a gummy situation. It reminded me of like 16 Candles when her sister's on muscle relaxers. Yeah. And like, just like everything, her face was like droopy and slow. It just was giving muscle relaxers, but I was dying that she looked directly at the camera and winked <laughs> as if this was an episode of The Office. Like, that's the someone keep that. But she just, like, saying that she won't disclose who she did weed, w- weed with and then winked and, like, looked directly well, at the camera. Well, they're all having, like, gummies and, like, CBD-infused meals. Like, it's not like it's, like, oh, this is, like, super illegal and you're going to get arrested if you – like, it was just, like, they're all talking about it. Oh, my God. It just, like, made me laugh. The Denise of it all made me laugh. I, like, lived for the Faye and Camille exchange, how they both hated each other, but then pretended, like, nice to see you, you two. Like, it was just so petty. I loved it. I also loved that when – so Sutton starts reaching and digging and talking about the jewelry and all this stuff. I love that she was like, you know, well, you know, when a husband cheats, like you get a gift. And then like Dorit, I'm like, okay, Dorit, there's been rumors about you and PK too. Like she's like, I've never heard of that. Like I love that, like, um, what, like someone's like, I got a, what did they like? I got a boat. Marcel got a Marcel, cross. Like, yeah, cross necklace. And then like Camille's chiming in. Like they, it was kind of like, and then Erica was like dying laughing because I think she's like, we all know this is a thing. Like, yes, like I love that Aston Martin. She got like a car. Yeah, and Aston Martin. And like, I just thought it was funny that they're all like, no, come on, guys. We know this is a thing. Um, I enjoyed Erica so much at this dinner. I just thought she was like, when <laughs> Denise is trying to talk to her and she's just like, what? Like, I don't know, the whole, like, and the fact that like she's like, hey, I'm just glad I, it sucks for Kyle, but I'm glad they're not coming off uh, coming after me. And I'm just like, I'm gonna let this happen. And then when Kyle turns to Garcelle and goes, Well, where'd you get your necklace? <laughs> Zara. <laughs> it was like the perfect like comedic relief. Yeah. But let's talk about Miss Sutton and Kyle because before they actually got to that dinner, they had a conversation. And Sutton was hurt. I'm saying, like talking like Miss Sutton, my feelings were hurt. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, she is basically, her drama is like champagne problems here. Like her husband essentially ends up giving her more money because she's going to have her son full time and he no longer has to move to London. And that's why she was acting like that's where name them energy came from was because of the stress of that which i was like okay this is like very champagne problems and i actually agree also with the, kyle here yeah. like this is like a such a reach yeah um okay like what's your thought on that i have a total reach i think I, sutton just can never be wrong she's little miss prim and proper and like anytime she's called out it's like never her fault and so like that instead of just being like you know what i was pissed off and i'm just mad i was embarrassed i felt like you should have had my back you didn't and i lost my shit We've all been there, whatever. Um, I thought too, though, then she starts kind of poking at Kyle, be like, you're getting really fit. You're eating really healthy. I'm like, Sutton, you need to be careful because we all have skeletons in our closets. And Kyle was not afraid to be like, oh, this is rich coming from you who doesn't eat. And then in her confessional was like, no one talks about it, but Sutton just pushes food around and never eats it. And it's like, oh, now you're poking the bear. You're poking the bear and you're going to make it seem like, you know, Kyle's had this dramatic life change because her husband cheated on her and all these things. Now, I do think obviously there's something going on in Kyle's marriage and we all know it. And I appreciate her bringing it up. I more appreciate Garcelle directly saying it. Yes, me too. I was like, thank you, Garcelle. Like, yeah, she's like, she's spit it out. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Like, what's like, she was like, you know, you know. Um, So Garcelle just saying it. But I'm like, Sutton, be careful, because if you start. You know, you live in a glass house too, and there's a lot of things that could be dug up on you that you probably don't uh, yeah, want. Yeah, we've received some information yeah. about Sutton, and I I can only imagine what we don't know. So yeah. we've just scratched the surface. Yeah, on your back, little lady. But what an little amazing girl. little girl! What an amazing Beverly Hills episode. I love. I mean, dinner really? parties are a Beverly Hills thing, and Kyle's mm-hmm. house tends to bring the magic. It does. And if you want to bring the magic to us transitioning, uh, you know what you can do. Hit five stars. Leave us a written review. Subscribe. Um, We really appreciate all of you guys listening to us. um, And we would love to keep getting great guests on here. And that helps us out. Um, So with that, make it a great day or don't. The choice is yours. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.